Today is May 15th, 2021, and it's time for Episode 8 of Pineapples and Thorns. In today's episode, we open the mailbag and answer questions from you, our listeners. Welcome to episode eight. Today we are answering some questions from our listeners. We love getting your feedback and questions, so please keep them coming. Welcome, Peter and Rusty. Hello, Kat. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. Hey, guys. Rusty, how are you? I'm great. Excited to be here and talk some Clash. Unfortunately, Butters couldn't join us tonight, but we're going to tackle these questions. But let's go around the table first. Does anybody have any news, uh, Clash or otherwise, to update us on? I mean, I'll jump in on that. Okay. So I'm in the middle of the Town Hall 14 CFF uh, war that we're doing. I don't know if Peter's there. I honestly haven't had much of a chance to look in today. Peter, are you in it too? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I figured. I know Kat wasn't because I searched for your name up and down <laughs> yesterday. But uh... I'm going to apologize right now for Kat because I kind of gave her a spot away. So really sorry, Kat. I know you wanted to be there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it uh, on Mord's stream right now, actually. So, Yeah, so I'm in that. A 50v in an event clan, just all Town Hall 14s, and is already, apparently, for those that have logged in, is a lot of fun. So I'm pretty excited. A really good matchup because 50 14s versus 50 14s. And you guys matched amazingly fast. Yeah, in, in about 10 minutes. I think I was on the whole time. And I mean, my kids don't give me more than 10 minutes to stare at my phone in a row. So it must have been 10 minutes or less. I was actually mentioning this to you guys earlier when we were just chatting offline here. There's a lot of guys in our clan and their clan that have a lot more gem money than me. And I consider myself somewhat of a gemmer. So <laughs> there is some serious, serious Town Hall 14 max bases or damn near max bases in this. I think they're number one on the opponent map is 100% maxed wow. with everything except for he has two levels on his unicorn and oh. he hasn't done his storages yet. Wow. <laughs> but everything else was maxed, fully maxed. So all the levels on everything, all his cannons, absolutely everything. So That's crazy. I know, pretty crazy. I can't imagine. So far it looks like a really fun event and it sounds like everybody's having a good time with it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I'm not sure who it was that came up with the idea, but we're actually... Oh, it was Peter. It was the Peter bot. I knew this. That's right. That's right. I don't know why. I had to ask if he was in it. So Peter, <laughs> did you use an actual bot or did you just use like a random website to generate numbers for people? Uh, yeah, just Google Sheets and random number generator. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, Peter, the brainchild here, he came up with an idea because there's 50 Town Hall 14s on each side. So in order to give everybody a shot, he assigned a random number to everyone on our team of the opposing base and that's your first hit so you get a fresh hit so that's that's exciting too yeah for someone like me that is perpetually late to the party i probably would have been on cleanup duty yeah i'm a better fresh hitter in my opinion than i am a a cleanup hitter i don't (laughs) maybe it's because i'm pig-headed and i don't learn but (laughs) i don't learn from others mistakes i just do my own thing or something i guess i don't know we'll see how it goes awesome Let's get to these questions because some of them are pretty fun. Now that Town Hall 14 has been around for a couple of weeks, what kind of troop comps and attacks are most effective? Who wants to weigh in first? Peter? 
So I am liking a Yeti Super Wizard attack right now, trying to get the uh, Town Hall down with that push uh, using a Wall Wrecker. And then I'm sending in the Royal Champ with the Unicorn uh, and a bunch of Skeleton spells and a bunch of free spells to kind of take out, I don't know, a third of the base. It's really effective when the enemy heroes get taken out by the Yetis and stuff. It takes a lot of free spells to get through a King with a not max RC. So. Mm -hmm. But I'm having fun with that one. I'm using it in Legends. So nice. I'm going to try that. Maybe as my cleanup hit in uh, Town Hall 14 Fun More. What about you, Rusty? So, I mean, full disclosures, I've basically just been farming. Like, straight farming. So I don't have any super fancy war strategies that I've been using myself. I've been farming like crazy. Now that I've done all my Elixir troops and all my elixir upgrades, I've just been farming with clone drags. Because it requires zero DE and... I got nothing other than walls to spend my elixir on. So I've been doing that. The one actually war strat I saw I was FCing earlier with a couple of people in clan and Inc. was doing essentially a mass Valks with the Town Hall 14 Valks. He was in a lot of ways mirroring an old school Falcon attack. So for those of you that know what the Falcon is. Oh, isn't that neat? Yeah, and it was pretty cool. I haven't had a chance to do it myself. Kind of like the Falcon, it is a bit base dependent, but he just destroyed my base in like, I don't know, like a minute 45, I think. <laughs> like, I mean, I was like, oh man, okay. So I watched it three or four times and I think he used like 22 Valk. He just one finger dropped them. Like just right in the in one spot after he created his funnel with his little mini queen walk slash charge. And, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was pretty impressive. So I'm, I'm going to be looking a lot into some Valks and stuff and... Actually, I got to give another guy credit from Noble. He, I can't remember who it was he said. I think it was Sosi, or I don't know how you pronounce it, but the two of them, they were chatting about it. So I'm going to definitely be giving that. Yeah, Falcon was such a fun one. It was a fun one, yeah. So he said he sort of runs it like a P.E.K.K.A. Smash or a Falcon and basically Maz Valks, and it's pretty good. Yeah, for myself, I've just been, well, I've kind of been alternating between that 12-quake attack that <laughs> Peter's so fond of. But again, <laughs> it's just something I've been using to farm in Legends with mostly. And I've been finding in War that it's not quite as effective as it was originally. So I'm kind of looking for some new things. I was uh, contemplating going back to hybrid, either to a blimp hybrid or uh, the old school hybrid, but not sure yet. So I'm definitely interested in trying the Falcon one. If only you could war against Peter every time. Hey, you could just use that 12 Quake and <laughs> if only I could hit Peter's bases in war every time, I would be fine. <laughs> if every time, that'd be great. <laughs> so what is the most challenging defense that you found to get through? Now that people are getting these town halls maxed to level five on the 14s, they're pretty rough. Like, it's pretty brutal. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a little bit sidetracked and don't get that eagle under control, it can do some serious damage, but... The town halls are rough. Mm -hmm. It's bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, those builder huts, those things are crazy. You know, the little builder guys, you don't think that they're doing a lot of repair stuff, but I did this one attack today. The only thing I had left was, I think there was two storages and uh, two builder huts beside them. All I had left at the end was my owl. And he was shooting these things. He was just out of range of the builder huts. And so his chain was hitting these storages. But the builder guys were repairing these things as fast as he was hitting them. Oh. <laughs> 30 seconds of watching this. It was hilarious. What level's your owl? I don't know, two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to give a quick update to uh, the owl from the last episode. I was on in episode six. The owl's totally my favorite. I love the owl. 
I've grown to love it. it. That thing, if you get some proper shields in front of it, I love that owl. Like, it's good. I'm really enjoying it. So upgrade my owl now. <laughs> oh, mine's not upgraded either, though. Mine's only like level three. Yeah. So and every now and then I'll use a hero potion and get it up but not usually. And just for farming, like I just notice, maybe it seems like it's doing more damage because that lightning bolt is so visible, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's cool. I like it because for farming, right? I just switched up all the heroes that I had with pets. Just I did the George Costanza. Everything I think is wrong. So I just, I did, you know, like I thought, oh, hey, I want this yak to be with my Barbarian King. It's going to be two unbreakable guys go smash. And so I was like, you know what? through my yak with my grand warden because he jumps over walls anyways so it doesn't even matter right i just did all that sort of stuff and it's just a lot of fun messing around with these the pets they're <laughs> I, I certainly haven't figured out the proper way to use them yet myself but i like them all i, I agree there nothing seems to be wrong right the, the pets are effective no matter what yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah for sure well and a big part of it too is that they they do jump to other heroes if your hero dies, right? So that's a big thing, too, is the bitter end of the war when I don't have all my spam troops that I, I use. When I don't have all them left and it's only a couple, I can focus on the heroes more. <laughs> and I actually notice the pets instead of just the big cluster of witches and all that. So <laughs> sidetrack that question like, like nobody's business, like only I can do. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Have you noticed any filter down effects to the lower town halls since Town Hall 14 has come out? I would say I haven't, but that's probably because I kind of got my head in the clouds and have two 14s that I'm farming. So really haven't been playing any other accounts of mine other than my 14s because even though the upgrades are like two plus weeks or whatever, it, they, it seems like they uh, they come rolling around quicker than you think when you're farming two of them, so truth there's always something to do yeah i found that like i'm farming a 12 13 and 14 right now and my 9 and my 11 i've left to languish a little bit mm -hmm. they don't need to be farmed anyways but i really haven't done any wars on them yeah since 14 came out at all i've only warred on my 11 and my 14 since 14 came out my 11 i stick with basically queen charge and miners and i'm using the same c and i can still get max with my cc on that so i haven't had any mm -hmm. restrictions i guess or holdbacks with the the lower donation effect or mm -hmm. anything like that so i'm not sure yeah. i don't really have much of an input i don't know if peter has been playing any of the lowers or noticed the lowers i have a town hall 13 in legends yeah. he's about three quarters of the way done and the first couple of weeks i had a heck of a time sticking in legends i'm having a little bit better time now i can rush the town hall and get that Low percentage two star to kind of keep me in there, but yeah, I uh, channel fourteen is beefy. It's it's hard to get that big percentage two star with uh, a town hall thirteen. Yeah, are you probably only seeing fourteens essentially. Yes, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, I see the occasional thirteen in legends when I'm cruising around there on my fourteen. Those are kind of fun to run across. Yeah, well, they get wiped out. I could. Sorry, Peter. If if I run across you. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. We're in the same clan. I they wouldn't do that to me. 
would they? Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Good old supercell. <laughs> I could just see it. Okay, next question. Oh, this one's for me. Cat has many roles in various clams. It is amazing how she manages to herd the cats at KGH so they will get their attacks reviewed and hits in. How does she manage to do this and still have time to play the game? Well, it's not easy, but I don't do it all by myself. You know, there's a big leadership team there, elders and co-leaders. <laughs> well, I'd like to point out that I am the leader of that clan and you do do most of it yourself. So like, I'm <laughs> just... Just throwing that out there. There's a reason that that question is geared towards oh. you and not towards myself or others because you do such a great job at hurting the cat. So please share your secrets with us on how you do this. I have no life. I just somebody's got to check it, and I am OCD about checking things. I'll just go through the channels during war and make sure people are getting comments on their plans and war has to get moved along. Is it because you like to check plans or is it because you don't like little red dots? It's because I don't like the dots. (laughs) (laughs) Just it's part of my personality. I guess I'm just a very organized person that way and I don't like to see people sitting and waiting for comments. Yeah, for sure. So I just I just do it, right? It's just got to be done. I do it. Yeah, I do find time to play the game, obviously, because I've got enough accounts. <laughs> I'm farming enough accounts. Yeah. I'd like to have more time to FC, I think. That's the one thing that I don't seem to have time for, to sit around and do FCs all evening. No, that makes sense. You know, between having to do legend hits and manage things, then that kind of aspect of it, I don't get to do. So, yeah, I, that's that's one thing that I'd, I'd like to do more of. Yeah, for sure. So I guess the next part of this question is, what is my favorite part of playing and what do I find most challenging? Well, challenging would be, again, to find time to actually practice new strategies. I love doing war and I love the social aspect, just warring with my friends and hanging out. And yeah, so it's a, it's a lot of fun. What part don't you like? <laughs> what part don't I like? The grind of legends, just to know that I've got to try and get those eight attacks in a day. Those mandatory eight attacks, that's right. Some weeks, things just happen in real life and you just can't get them done. I've learned to not freak out if I don't get my eight hits in, so I'm getting better at that. Very good, very good. Our next question is, Rusty likes to update town halls as soon as he can. And uh, looking at all the levels, is there one level that he liked the most and wish that he still had an account at that level? Okay, well, so I saw this question on our agenda and I have accounts at every town hall level. So (laughs) (laughs) everyone, well, I, I don't have a 13 anymore, I guess, because I just upgraded it last week or so, as I just mentioned, but I do have all the levels, but I miss 11 when 11 was the top. That was what I would say I liked the most when town hall 11 was the big dog town hall and the eagle was there for the first time and it wasn't town hall 10 anymore and the grand warden yeah and the grand warden exactly yeah i think that that was my funnest time as a new town hall like also too that was when they introduced bowlers as well Mm -hmm. and i love or love duh but i still do like love bowlers i mean i have an account named bowler express just for donating bowlers so right yeah it's i like i love bowlers (laughs) (laughs) that was probably what i liked the most i wish that i had more time to play all of my town halls currently Mm -hmm. I have a 12, and my 12 is three quarters max. And I don't know if I've ever legitimately done a real war attack with that account. 
I've just farmed it when I have a chance because I've got all these other accounts that I'm playing. Now it's almost done. I mean, I guess I'm sort of just waiting until I'm max and then I'll focus on like meta attacks with it and stuff. But are you going to take that one to 13 or? Uh, then I wouldn't have a 12. So then I'd have to upgrade my 11. <laughs> And then my 11 would be a 12 and then I wouldn't have an 11 and that would mean that I would have to farm my 10 so that I could then take it to 11. And I really hate Downhill 10. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> never say never, right? Oh yeah, I'll get bored. And that's the reason I have all of these accounts and that's the reason why I even have a 10 is just because it was before 14 dropped. I had two max 13s. I had a 12 that I... <laughs> was working on and a max 11 and a max 8 and a max 9 so i was like i might as well take my 9 to 10 and see what it's all about because it's red it's got stupid infernos it's lame i don't like town hall 10 i never have i don't know so what don't you like about town hall 10 i think i don't like town hall 10 mostly because i played when town hall 10 was the top town hall and it was impossible i think that's part of the reason why i don't like town hall 10 i know it's most of the reason i hate it but it's more like bitterness and like you know a bit of like pain lingering from back in the day <laughs> it's funny because i hear some people talk and they love town hall 10 especially no siege town hall 10 they just love it right that's the challenge for them right now mm -hmm. yeah they say it's the most balanced town hall right now i haven't played town hall 10 for real in a long time i haven't probably played it since before they did the infernal update which was a year or two ago mm. you know because the multis used to just get crazy strong too right and just used to be like where you'd run into a single and your whatever it was was just dead instantly and then even the multis they would get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and just kill off everything too right yeah they would block healing right and then therefore you couldn't queen walk into one yeah yeah you couldn't queen walk into it or anything but i guess technically it's like a nerf but it wasn't really like a nerf they just changed how the the multis work a year or two ago whenever it was the multis just don't multiply nearly as fast and as strong so you can actually queen walk into a multi you're pretty good to go mm -hmm. whereas before it wasn't always the case you could be queen walking into like a multi and if you had a couple storages in front of it or your queen got sidetracked by you know skellies or something that multi could legitimately take your queen down whereas it's like now that's not gonna happen not gonna happen yeah yeah right so peter you're pretty famous for spreadsheets and staying organized for work the listener wants to know what data are you collecting and how does it benefit the clan during wars so i'm not really collecting any data most of it is organization i, I think they've seen or heard people talk about my spreadsheets for scwl mm -hmm. and mostly it's to keep track of who should be in war when we're trying to spread the wealth the best. I always talk about 21 members makes a good week of SCWL. So it's just, I need to get everybody their eight stars and five wars seems to be the good number to get it. Yeah. But I've used spreadsheets for other things. I used them for that Town Hall 14 war to get the names. And yeah, yeah. And then way back in the day, I was reminded that we used to try and do friendly war matches by matching weights. And I did all so many of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I only ever got about 50% hit rate back in uh, good old Spartan lore. Yeah, that's all I ever did with spreadsheets. Yeah. Kat, is there information you'd like from your clan that I could track for you? Here? <laughs> yeah, in Red Thorn? <laughs> in Red I No, is there? <laughs> too much to keep track of. <laughs> I don't think of anything that I need to track there, to be honest. Yeah, it's just, it's a fun place. and Not too serious, but. <laughs> the less I have to track there, the better off I am. Agreed. Um, okay. 
Rusty, you've been involved in many nail-biting wars. Is there one attack that sticks out in your mind as the most exciting or challenging? Uh, yeah, it's a shame that Butters isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> I'm sure he'll listen. Yeah, and I, I know, and as he's listening <laughs> to this, I, he's probably going to throw a tablet. So the one, without question, the one that comes to mind is the Rusty versus Butters war. The first one, although I'm 2-0 in both of them, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> so the first one we did was me and Butters, and I'm not even sure who it was that picked the teams, but somebody did. And I was the lead on the one side. Uh, basically, we made a rule where the only people allowed to hit my baby 11 and his max 11 were me and him. And nobody else was allowed to hit them. So I had, you know, my baby 11 in the war at, at the time. It was, I don't know, my queen was probably like a level 10 and Butters could, couldn't do anything about it. And it came down to me and him basically at the end because we did a no-dip war. So it was... It was pretty even, lots of three stars back and forth. And then I, of course, tripled butters, which wasn't nail-biting for me because I knew all along that that's what was going to happen. I'm sure it was nail-biting for him, <laughs> but I went first. <laughs> Not by design, I just happened to hit his base before he'd hit mine. So and I think we had a little bit of overconfidence on Butter's behalf because I'm joking around when I say my queen was like a level 10, but like my base legitimately wasn't max and his was. So I think he was a little bit more like, oh yeah, no, I, I got this. Yeah, I got this. Not a big deal, right? I got this. Yeah. I'm sure you guys can guess here what happened, but he didn't triple me. So we won. <laughs> he thinks... And I know he doesn't think, but he likes to pretend that he thinks that I had somebody else plan the attack for me. But the truth is, I was camping, and I was sitting by the pool at 10 a.m., and yes, I camp at places with pools, whatever, judge me, I don't care. <laughs> it's not really camping, I guess, but whatever. So I was sitting at like 10 a.m., drinking a Corona, and we're running out of time on this war, and I was like, you know what? The kids are in the hot tub with their mom. I'm going to get this attack in. I used my pre-cooked army. I was like, I got three minutes. I'm probably going to need a minute and a half because Butter's base sucks. Got it done. They have three minutes. And the rest is history. That's easily, like without question, the best attack <laughs> that I can remember. There's probably been better, but that one is the most significant and certainly the most important on this podcast. That's for sure. That's awesome. <laughs> I would have to agree. That's an awesome story. The next question that we have is, the listener still has a Town Hall 10, 11, and 12 and uses witches, and they are looking for some tips. There have been lots of different witch attacks over the years, witch slap, frozen witches, etc. How have witch attacks changed over the last year, and what attack is the most effective? Oh, God. Yeah, you go, Peter. Well, I think Kat can answer that one. It's the 12 quake one. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I think it really depends what town hall they're looking for. I mean, there's some basic things that you're going to look for. Any witch attack for war, obviously, singles are better. Mm -hmm. And do you both agree that you don't need a poison if you have witches to handle the CC? That always makes me nervous. I like to take a poison on a fresh hit. Fresh, yeah. I don't like to not take a poison ever on any attack. It makes me really nervous. Yeah, I prefer having a poison. I don't know. I found like with witches, so over the last year is the question. Witches changed a lot over the past three years when the Skellies used to trigger bombs and stuff. So like mm. that was a big thing. But then... Yeah, that was a big change. 
But then witches got like super strong and what attack is the most effective? Just bringing as many witches as you can Mm. is the most effective in my opinion. Just bring them and keep them as sheltered as you can, especially at the beginning. And then by the end, as long as you've gotten rid of Splash, like you're laughing. And that's in my experience anyways, applies to pretty much every town hall. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like the witches with the bats usually, especially if they're singles. The bats can kind of clean up the backside Mm -hmm. because the witches can get hung up on walls and things. Oh, yeah. Often don't have to have rages with witches. That's almost counterintuitive. The skeletons run past and the Mm -hmm. witches race in and that seems to be a bad effect. So no rages with witches. I'd agree with that too. Yeah, you need like one rage for your kill squad in the middle, like your heroes essentially and stuff. But other than that, you can mm-hmm. you can use 12 quakes and get away with it. <laughs> Better than get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never lived that one down. The, with the witches, I haven't done a witch attack in at least a year with less than eight quakes. Mm-hmm. I'd always double quad quake with witches. Yeah. You don't need the heals really because witches don't really have enough hit points that you're going to bring them back up to a spot where they wouldn't get killed anyways. Yeah. You're not going to use tons of rages. So, and frozen witch isn't really a thing anymore. Whereas I'm not really sure why, but probably just all the changes and tweaks that Supercell's made because it was so strong for that little stretch there. Yeah. I think just bases keep adapting. Yeah. Bases keep adapting too. If you can open up the base at any town hall level. Yeah, exactly. For any of these spam attacks like whether it's yetis or witches they'll just flow through and overwhelm the defenses Mm -hmm. and i think a big thing at least until recently i think that the meta started changing on this but with witches at the higher town hall levels the big thing for base building was they would leave open corners to try and mess up your funneling and stuff for Mm -hmm. for queen charges and things like that but then that leaves all sorts of gaps for witches and skellies just to plow through a base if you can open up a little bit of the core yeah i think that's changing now because of the ai change that they did in the town hall 14 update so yeah i mean me and cat i can say this confidently are, are a couple of big witch lovers yeah. butters is a witch lovers hater so if he was here he would be talking them up and then talking them down he loves them and hates them at the same time so mm-hmm. you know uh, when i use witches i always feel guilty that i am not trying a more skilled attack you know there's no queen charge involved with witches generally and i would like to be that player that can you know Queen charge this order of the base and drive whatever into the hard parts. I'm glad you used that word, though. I like the fact the skill, witches do require skill. Like, it's not like the down online spam where you could just friggin' throw them down. And you do have to recognize the bases. You can't just, I mean, you can sometimes just spam it. But if you want a legit three-star chance, you do need to have the skill. And hey, you can say whether witches have skill or not, but three stars is three stars. Can't argue with that. Amen. Exactly. I'd rather be the least skilled player in the world that gets three-star attacks than somebody who's trying to do these precision drops and gets a two-star that's 51% or... 88% or whatever you want, right? Like, I don't care. Yeah. So, Rusty, you already gave us one of your favorite memories of Clash. Listener is asking, what are each of our favorite memories of Clash and why? Oh, so there's this one war that me and Butters were facing off against each other. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite memories of Clash would be back when I first joined KGH. 
I think the clan was only three to six months old at the time. I was a Town Hall 8 when I joined in, in my first war. I was, I think I was number three on the map. So that should tell you everything you need to know there. It was just a lot of fun. We used to have like these crazy voice parties with all these guys that a lot of people that have moved on. And we used to voice chat until 4am my time. And I'm like three hours behind a lot of the East Coast North American people. So like they're literally on voice until like seven in the morning. We used to just do that. And it shouldn't be a surprise to either of you guys that favorite memory of Clash is not actually the game. It's the people. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be surprising. Yeah. If I think back to my favorite thing, you know, wars come and go and it's a lot of fun and I really, really love wars. But the people and the good times like that is certainly up there for me, I would say. How about you, Peter? I think I'd have to agree. The shared experiences, I couldn't name just one moment, but... Even just the reaction to the randomized, give the people a base. I, the reaction has been so positive. I'm embarrassed that, you know, it was just something ink threw out there. And I said, oh, I, I think I could do that. You know, it was easy, and but the reaction has been great. I really like the big wars, the, the 50 v 50, Town Hall 14. That is right up my alley. Mm, yeah. Like, I like that kind of warrior. So, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And you, Kat, you tell us for you. For me, I think it would be back when I first joined Hollow Graves. I had no clue about any of this organized war scene and there's these chat apps and people like they talk to each other the clans interacted I was just a complete noob and I joined Hollow Graves and the first thing that they were doing is a mixer war with the rated this is back when the rated was part of the CFF you know all the Big names were there like Jezza and Goblin Slayer and all those guys were. Yeah, Vodka Soda, Halligan. Vodka Soda. And everything like that. Yeah, back in the heyday. Yeah, yeah. Prime. Yes, you know, half of us from HG went over to the Raided and I was there and I was this little Town Hall 9. That was just back when Town Hall 11 had come out. So yeah, there's Jezza and all those guys were like Town Hall 11 and, and I was just like, awestruck by these people that were just like such great players they're wow you're like a town hall 11 that's amazing it was a great mixer war and we had a lot of fun and it was a great experience and introduced me to a lot of people that are are still my friends today and so i'm I'm really happy about that for sure no that's that's pretty awesome yeah okay next question how did each of you get started playing the game did you start in the cff or elsewhere and what made you join the cff peter why don't you handle this one first i've been going first a lot well I definitely did not start the CFF. I started in the first kind of clan that I could find. I joined uh, right after the Super Bowl push with uh, Liam Neeson. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I will find you. Yes. Do you want to seek revenge? Yes, I do. I don't know you, big buffet boy 85. But if you think you can humiliate me and take my gold, think again. Oh, I'm coming for you with lots of barbarians and dragons. That commercial was like one of the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> so my son had given up video games for Lent. So he said, oh, dad, can we download this game? You know, when Lent is done, I thought, oh, yeah, sure. We'll give it a try. I played just about everything over the years. So my youngest daughter also started an account. And we all did because I had no clue about Clash. I said, let's all go with the same kind of name if we do our first name, first letter of our last name, and let's go 67 for the good old Leafs. Sorry, Rusty. Then we'll be able to find each other. Well, you know, you're in a clan together, so it's not like you could get lost. My daughter played for maybe a month. She farmed with giants and Mm -hmm. stuff and gave up on it pretty quickly. But my boy played right up till 
started Town Hall 9 before he lost interest. Anyway, we found a family clan to join, and they were fine. Just warred kind of irregularly, you know, once a week wars and stuff. That was fine. I was always looking for more. So once my boy kind of backed away, I went looking for that more competitive clan. I had started after Clan Wars had started, so that was always my focus. I really, really like Clan Wars. Mm -hmm. And then I got here because the competitive clan I ended up in broke up a little bit. I ended up in a Australian clan through friends, and at the time zones just didn't work. You know, I, I always was missing out on stuff, just the interaction with people. So I searched for Canadian clans, and Red Thorn popped up, and I knew that was Cat's clan. And someone said, "Oh, I'll put a good word in for you." Awesome. So thanks, Brad, and here I am. Yeah. Okay, Rusty, your turn. Well, I actually started playing, so it's a bit of a, a weird thing. So my son, who's 14, well, he's not 14 anymore. He just turned 15. He's 15 now, but at the time, he was like six-ish or seven-ish. And he was playing, and, you know, I mean, I was like, whatever. Like, he's just playing this game. And then, again... A lot similar to what Peter was saying. This is when Supercell was actually doing commercials, right? So they were doing their big push for the Super Bowl commercials. They did the Liam Neeson one. And then they did the, the balloon parade one. Where, oh, look, it's a balloon parade. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, the balloon parade. Yeah. Yeah, like like that. Like I had already started playing at that. <laughs> but I was sort of like, you know, wishy-washy playing a bit here and there. And then it's like, oh, hey, look, a balloon. Balloon. I think that's an air attack. No way! That's a beautiful balloon parade! And uh, I was hooked. Like, that totally got me. That debuted, I believe, on Super Bowl, or the first time I saw it was on the Super Bowl. So I <laughs> had a few pops. I was, you know, hanging out, and it was the first day I ever bought gems. It was that day. Uh, yeah, it was sort of what really got me in and, and hooked on it. And I mean, that was a long, long long time ago it was right around the time where one of my daughters was born and she's turning seven in a couple months so that tells you how long you've been playing the game for but <laughs> i think is what got me going my son had been talking about it and playing it and piqued my interest a bit so i downloaded it and then really got started playing and hooked on it because of those commercials wow it was pretty good i know this is a little bit off topic again but those commercials like some of those ones were pretty good back in the day oh yeah they don't need to do it now and they don't really really have the point but yeah there were some good ones with that Liam Neeson one where he's like I will find you and I will kill you or whatever it is that he says right like I can't wait to destroy your village while you beg for mercy but you will get no mercy I will have my revenge oh yeah they did amazing jobs on it <laughs> I always laugh when I see that one. Some of them are just worth watching again. Oh, yeah. Well, I went down that road not too long ago. My 12 is, shh, don't tell Supercell, is my brother's original account that he played, that he just gifted to me because we have the same email address, so there's no terms of service violations at all. <laughs> <laughs> He was talking about it, and we were talking about the account. Then he started talking about, he's like, oh man, those commercials. I went down the rabbit hole on YouTube and started watching them, and they're so good. Like, the Hog Rider's voice is just hilarious. The ones with the Larrys. Oh, yes. With the witches and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're good. <laughs> yes, don't touch that. <laughs> don't touch that, Larry. Larry, don't touch that. Larry! Yeah, I <laughs> the witch is stern and the Larry is so a uh, teenager. Oh, it is so ridiculous and so funny. 
Yeah, they did good. If there's one thing about the game you could ask Darian to change right now, what would it be and why? Oh, can I do that one first? Yes. It is the war CCs. Why can't we have them fixed like we have attacking CCs? Why can't the defensive CCs be fixed? Please, Darian, give us that. What do you mean? It's automatically, you get to just pick your troops? It is, I want a hound and ice golem, and that is the only thing I can donate into that CC. Just like when you request now. Oh. Oh, so yeah, 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 I understand what you mean. No, that's good. I thought you meant like you got to pick for like an FC, like so you automatically got to set the troop. And I was like, well, he's not going to do that because of gems and gems are money. If you could set it so that you can only donate a max level Lava Hound. If you can't donate that, you can't put anything else. You got it. Yeah, no, that's good. Because I'm often filling CCs at 5 a.m. And I just, so many times it's like, ah, I got to delete that one and cook it again. Yeah, so (laughs) that would be what I would like. I wish I was as smart as Peter. Man, that's a good one. Why do you have to go first? Oh, okay, sorry. Man, now what do I got to follow that up with? Like, I'm going to say something stupid. That's a good one. Like, they've sort of abandoned the boat. So, like, asking him to just ditch it all together would probably be a waste of time. But I'd probably say that. Like, go away. Just take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Or, actually, if I could ask for one thing, this is less of a pessimistic take on things here. If I could ask for one thing, would be the option, even if it's a gem unlock, to be able to go back and play previous town halls. Yes, yes. Even if you have to pay your 10,000 gems to unlock Town Hall 10 to be able to just to go back and play it on the one account, I would ask for that. I don't care what it, the number is, like make it expensive because it's cheaper than creating a new account. I love that idea. Oh, okay. You've already maxed that level. Mm-hmm. So like, why can't you just say, okay, today in war, I want to play Town Hall 11 yeah. on my account. Love that idea. That is actually a brilliant idea. I like that. That'd be my pick if I could ask for something. They're never going to do it ever. <laughs> it's sort of like asking Santa for, you know, like, I want a kitty. You know, you're not getting a kitty. Like, <laughs> you're not going to get it. <laughs> you know, that ain't going to happen. Your parents are sitting there waving at Santa, being giving him the wavy finger. No, 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 mister. You got a unicorn. Yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> I think if I could ask for one thing, it'd be nice to, like, you can unlock up to two super troops right now, but it would be nice when you're filling war CCs to not have to spend yeah. 25,000 DE to lock in for three days to donate. Like if I wanted to gem infernal baby drags to donate to somebody, you know, why can't I do that instead of having to unlock them? And if I've already got two super troops unlocked right now, then I can't donate that other third super troop. So I like that. Yeah, it would be nice for any donating. I see super wizard things pop up. I don't personally use them. I buy them all the time just so I can fill them because they're not that common. But like. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool because specifically in KGH, if I threw out, for instance, an ice hound request, it would sit there for three weeks. But like if they had the option where people could fill it. Great idea. That'd be, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. We'd just fill it with the donating button instead of having to actually buy it, right? Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yep, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Peter, you made some amazingly accurate predictions for the Town Hall 14 update. Do you have any predictions for the potential June update? Well, you and I have talked about this before. We think there needs to be something to accelerate the hero pets. Mm -hmm. Doesn't require a builder, so a builder potion doesn't work. It's a hero-based thing. There's no speed up the hero timing because, well, there's no builder. So maybe a potion of pet acceleration training, a pet training, something. Similar to a research potion is what you mean. Yeah, for the pets. Yeah, I agree. I think they need that for sure. Mm -hmm. And I know they're holding out on us. So we spend all that gem money right now so we can keep warring with them. (laughs) It's tricky though because they've grouped it in with the heroes and 
I promise you they're not going to give you a hero potion like they give you a research potion, right? Like they already have the builder book, which works for the hero upgrades. So how do they do it, right? Right. That's the tricky thing. I agree that I think that they probably will or should. Yeah. But how? Mm. Or again, is it just, you know, they just name it like a lab potion. And after I just talked bad about Builder Base, but like, for instance, you can use the lab potions and whatnot on Builder Base. So the clock also speeds it up. So you, there's still two different options there. So to relate that back to like the main base is you could still have the potion that is for just the pet and then also have the how the hero mm-hmm. books and stuff work for it but then also have the builder blue potion speed up just the hero upgrades and not the pets if that makes sense it's not like grouped together with some like 1980s algorithm like they do have the ability to to make it so they can separate those things i think it's a very realistic possibility they could do that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. or at the end of the show peter and rusty do you have any final comments or shadow i'd like to thank mama sids for her insight and good advice and for (laughs) not making me sound like timothy frog how about you, Rusty? <laughs> you kind of did sound like Kermit the Frog there, now that you say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> I want to thank Mama Sids, first of all, just for a completely different reason, just because she is, like, amazing, and mm-hmm. the stuff that she does behind the scenes is just fantastic, so... Definitely. Yeah, if you're listening to this, I don't actually sound as good as she makes me sound, and I still don't even think I sound that good, but... I promise you, I sound much worse. You can thank her for that. And uh, she just does such a great job. So mm-hmm. that's my main shout out. And what I would like to say is just thanks to Mama because she's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say the same thing. Mama said, like the amount of work that she puts into editing these shows is unreal. And we couldn't do it without her. So I'm going to shout her out as well. And thank you very much, Mama. Yeah, agreed. Okay, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please send us your comments and suggestions for the podcast or uh, clan or player spotlight and questions to at KGH podcast on Twitter. Or you can reach us on Discord at discord.gg slash clash files. 